You are listening to Intersections with Phil Allen Jr., engaging the issues that matter at the intersection of race, culture, and theology. I'm going to do something a little differently today as we close out Black History Month and begin to turn our attention to March, which is Women's History Month. I'm going to share a piece that I think is appropriate for um, to, to pivot. It's a piece that that I wrote a year ago called Unknown Land. And I want I want people to reflect on these words as I describe how it feels and my observations, um, not just my own experience, but what it what it means to be black, to to live in this unknown, this in-between space perpetually as we think about black history and, and all that we've gone through, both the trauma and the resiliency, that's what this piece is really about. But then it's also um, thinking about Women's History Month. I'm going to start with my mom and her history and how she's influenced my life. The reason why I'm a poet, I'm not just a preacher. I'm not just a teacher, a podcaster, an author. Uh, I'm not just that. I'm also a poet. And if it weren't for my mom, showing me what it looks like to be a poet, helping me to believe that I can, I can be a poet like Langston Hughes, Maya Angelou, because I saw her writings, uh, my mom's writings, and that's what influenced me. So I'm going to start with my mom's history and, and how she's influenced me. I am the fruit of her creativity and the artist that she is. So this piece that I'm going to share with you, uh, I want you to reflect on the words. I want you to, to reflect on phrases, on words, on sentences, and um, what it means from my, through my lens, uh, what it means to be black in this country. Here we go. In between humanity and nothing, between visible and invisible, threat and accepted is my black body. A body whose beauty is still a fetish whose intellect still questioned, whose value still measured against white bodies. The scar tissue from the tight grip of hundreds of years of physical, economical, and intellectual chains that my black body has had to break through is immobilizing at best, lethal at worst, 40 decades on this soil, patiently waiting for the last to be first. In the meantime, my residence is unknown land in between prophets and prophets is my black body confronting social systems that co-opt my limbs to generate revenue under the banner of the american dream the ghost that dangles in front of me fortune and fame I dwell in the unknown land of not being familiar with all the rules but having to forever play the game the latter for the success of my black body often ends when the ball stops dribbling and my vertical leap diminishes because space in the C-suite for melanin is limited. In between Egypt and Canaan, I've learned to thrive in spite of. I've learned to imagine my black self transcending artificial limitations like the Jericho wall in light of 
laws, policies, and cultural messaging that facilitates the tyranny that attempts to dictate the plight of my black body. This wilderness is not good for my dark skin. It leaves permanent marks when the racist rhetoric, the white gaze, or silent complicity hits the center mass of my being by racist marksmen who simply claim they didn't mean to be bigots. The camera captures the violent in-between, the unknown land, the space between Gethsemane and Calvary, between the cross and the tomb, between death and life. In this purgatorial real estate that black bodies inhabit, dignity is stripped because blackness has been deemed invalid. The iPhone or the Android records the annihilation in real time, paused by the invisible virus to be still and witness the manifestation of the visible one, kneeling in full worship posture, sacrificing black life once again to white ideological gods. What are the odds we are traumatized? In between the unknown land of African and American is my black body. I cling to the dash that joins yet separates the identity in my veins from the one imposed upon me. The identity that affirms me and the one that has abused my selfhood. Assimilation is its weapon. Amnesia is its weapon. But my body remembers the dance of my mothers and fathers. My body lives in between the memory and amnesia. In between assimilation and resistance. My body is insistent on being. Being in this in-between space full of life, being seen in this space, being heard in this space, being beautiful in this space, being black in this space. This is the space where Negro spirituals born in the invisible church of the enslaved Africans appropriating the God that co-signed their servitude to become the God of their deliverance. This is the space where the improvisation of jazz was conceived, where hip hop found its prophetic imagination. It's the space between when Rosa kept her seat and 381 days on their feet so not to feed the beast of oppression. In between rhythm and blues is my black body. The space that makes beautiful music from the melody of my joy and the lyrics scripted by my pain, reconnecting my body and my soul to once again be whole after being dismembered by Eurocentric ideology that fragments what was meant to not just be held, but to behold. In between free throw lines and hoops are the limbs of black and brown skin bodies at play. Afros and cornrows, 10 feet in the air on display. Image bearers from street ball to the NBA. In those spaces, we find the sacred, the essence of creativity and power and grace, intensity and focus and resilience in the face of the beast plotting to capitalize on race. In between the east and west wings were descendants of the enslaved. 
filling the hallowed halls of the White House, not the culmination of the dream, but the beginning of its reality, where the unknown land becomes known, the liminal space of black embodiment finds its home, and this space is attractive. It becomes the safe place, the space of the most promise, where blackness emerges, ex nihilo, out of nothing became something, and it was good. Thank you for your time in listening to this piece. Thank you for your attention. My hope is that you would take the time to reflect on the, the phrases, the words, what it means to be black, what it means to be a person of color and be in this liminal space. Maybe what it means to be a woman in a liminal space, a black woman in a liminal space. What does it mean for you, that in-between? That's what it feels like. The more I think about it, the more I realize that's what it is, the unknown land. I guess all of us can find an unknown land if we look and reflect deeply enough. But this is what it means to be black, in my opinion. And what you saw in there was the trauma of being in the unknown land, the liminal space. But what you also saw and heard was resiliency is fostered in that unknown space, that unknown land, that liminal space, that resiliency that exists within us. A friend of mine would say, chase the resiliency. So I think that's what this poem was doing. It starts off talking about the trauma of being in that unknown land, that liminal space, that in-between space, but it, it's, it's chasing the, the resiliency and it ends on that. Out of nothing became something and it was good. I think about the liminal space, I think is captured in my film, Open Wounds. If you haven't seen it, go to openwoundsdoc.com, openwoundsdoc.com. I think the same thing about the book, Open Wounds. If you haven't gotten it, it's gotten great response on Amazon. Go pick up a copy. It's out now. BarnesandNoble.com, Amazon.com, or FortressPress.com. But I want you to reflect on, on what is that? What is the unknown land? First, reflect on what does it mean to be black? And then reflect on what is your unknown land, your in-between space. Until next week, we're back engaging the intersections. Thank you for listening as always. Thank you for your time parking with me at the intersections. <laughs>